Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring. The flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com On the voice of St. Louis, KMOX. It's that time of night, you can't stay uptight So come and join the people and I'm feeling alright Here on Overnight America Overnight America Oh boy, alright, couple hours left in the show tonight And I want to thank you for spending this Thursday night with us. If you want to call in, we're going to open things up because I do want to talk about the press conference from earlier. We're 60 some days into Joe Biden's presidency. There hasn't been a modern president that has waited this long to have a formal press conference. And this is what we waited for. Eh, Bad stuff. It wasn't even that you waited for what I'll give you one hour. And as soon as that hour is up, I'm out of here. Like he's charging by the hour. And then he leaves without taking any questions from people that uh, would be considered opposition. So those that may want to challenge him on certain things instead, you only took friendly questions. And that is the Biden administration in a nutshell. And I think that most people watching that looked at it and said, eh, boy, he's uh, definitely not on his game. He had to look down and read from a sheet of paper for the most part in order to get his answers. And if that means anything to you, to me, it indicates that they already had certain reporters and they knew what certain questions those certain reporters would ask. And they went into the order of that, mostly because, hey, it's so interesting that he was able to look down and read the answer exactly to the question that was just asked to him in the order they came in. And then there was some people that were zooming in on the papers on his podium, and it showed a cheat sheet of all the different faces in the reporter's name and their credential or wherever they came from and they had certain ones circled and you can kind of see some writing there as in to indicate 
here's where it, you should be going when it comes to this. And you can tell that when he was looking it up, he wasn't looking across the room to take questions. Now, keep in mind, Donald Trump would stand up there and go an hour and a half unscripted uh, and taking questions from the media who were often yelling nasty things at him, being totally unprofessional. Here they were fawning over the President Biden. Oh, so let me play a couple of clips for you to give you an example. But if you watched it from today and you want to talk about that, I'd love to hear from you. What did you think? Maybe you're getting a different impression than me. 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. So let's start with immigration. That was one of the first questions that came in. Thanks so much, Mr. President. Um, You've said over and over again that immigrants shouldn't come to this country right now. This isn't the time to come. That message is not being received. Instead, the perception of you that got you elected as a moral, decent man is the reason why... (sighs) This is a member of the press. They look at you as a moral and decent man. Oh, they're batting their eyelashes. It's like, remember in the 80s when they used that term, gag me with a spoon? <laughs> That's what it's like. You're the press. They, you're a moral and uh, decent man. They got you elected as a moral, decent man. Is the reason why a lot of immigrants are coming to this country and entrusting you with unaccompanied minors. How do you resolve that t- in trusting you as in, oh, Grandpa Biden, we trust you to watch the kids while we're out of town. All 1,600 of the unaccompanied minors that we have at the southern border right now. You see just how weird it is when the media is fawning over Joe Biden. And they definitely have a completely different tone. They definitely have a different objective. And they definitely have their biases that are now being fed and rewarded through a Biden administration compared to the way it sat during Trump's time. How do you resolve that tension? And how are you choosing which families can stay and which can can go, given the fact that even though with Title 42, there are some families that are staying? And is there a timeline for when we won't be seeing these overcrowded facilities with run by CPB when it comes to unaccompanied minors? And to say overcrowded facilities, it kind of really underplays the problem at the southern border. When you think overcrowded, you might think, oh, it's at 150%, right? If if the capacity is at 100%, they're a little over, 150. No, it's like by multitudes of 10. That's how bad things are right now. Well, look, I guess I should be flattered. People are coming because I'm the nice guy. That's the reason why it's happening. Tell me you didn't roll your eyes right there. This is what we waited for. You are 60-some days into your presidency. It's your first, first press conference, your first formal press conference. And this is what is the leadoff. Yikes. That I'm a decent man or however it's phrased. That, you know, that's why they're coming, because no, Biden's a good guy. Truth of the matter is, nothing has changed. As many people came, 28% increase in children to the border in my administration, 31% in the last year of, in 2019, before the pandemic, in the Trump administration. It happens every single solitary year. There is a significant increase in the number of people coming to the border in the winter months of January, February, March. It happens every year. In addition to that, there is a, and nobody, and by the way, does anybody suggest that There was a 31% increase under Trump because he was a nice guy and he was doing good things at the border. That's not the reason they're coming. Now, if you think we're looking at the same multitudes and the problems that we're 
having right here. Let's look at the two administrations and how they handled it. So during the Trump administration, there was a surge back in 2019, if you remember correctly, the way Donald Trump wanted to handle it. I think Nancy Pelosi threatened to shut the government down because they didn't want him handling immigration. Um, and keep in mind, a lot of ways, Donald Trump and his administration said, you guys got to work this out. Like immigration is something you work on policy. It's not a unilateral thing that I should be signing over with executive orders. You know, he actually wanted government to function the way it was designed to function. Joe Biden said, oh, no, thanks. I'm going to do it my way. And look at how bad things have gotten. The Biden administration stopped imposing the consequences for illegal immigration, making it easier for and, and really emboldening anyone that has uh, ability to hear a message. And when it's broadcasted and in, in, in advertised in Mexico and Central America and all these places that, hey, there's a new sheriff in town, that you're not going to be punished um, with the catch and release is fine. You might not even get a court date. You don't even have to wait around. Once you pass the line, it's all the ollie oxen free. That was the way that illegal immigration has been handled the last couple of months with a Biden administration. It starts on day one when he's signing all those executive orders. This is the this is the cue for, hey, anyone that uh, was was worried about getting stopped and deported or taken uh, back across the line in the Trump era. Not anymore. So what do we have now in just one month? Custom and border protection seeing massive amount of numbers continuing to come through unaccompanied children. Uh, and you want to talk about the way that they handle those children still the same way, still being held detained. You want to say kids in cages. They're afraid to use the same terminology. They yelled and screamed at Donald Trump. And now things are getting like 10 times worse. And oh, no, it's no big deal. We're just going to allow it. So the Trump administration imposed these consequences and tried to end catch and release, and it worked. In fact, the numbers you start to see decline rapidly, and we started to stop these giant caravans and things that were coming through. The whole point was, let's not wait until it becomes a giant crisis on our border. Let's try to find a way to stop it from happening, and we can process things in an orderly fashion. A wall would, you know, maybe help with that, so they would have to go through ports of entry and claim their case or whatever it may be, so that we can we can uh, judge these things. Not so much. Now it's just, hey, we're going to let you in. And who knows if we'll ever get around to you in the future. You might just be here indefinitely forever. And maybe the idea is that once they get here, they just feel amnesty is the next step. So might as well do it. They're not giving a message that says we're uh, we're trying to stop anyone. And that definitely is on the Biden administration. So I'm not buying this. And there's a lot of callbacks to the Trump administration in this press conference. We're going to play a couple of more uh, border access. People are wondering, at least in the press, when are they going to get a, a look at this? They've been asking for it for a while. They should have had access to this, but they don't. And they're not allowed to. And there's still really no indication of when that'll happen. They also talked about voters. Uh, what's going on with some of these voter laws? Uh, Mitch McConnell. By the way, in Republican support, they were asked, hey, why is that soured? I don't think he wants bipartisan support. I think he just wants unilateral ability to push anything they want through. And that's why the filibuster is such a big deal right now. And, uh, oh, yeah, how about when it comes to the, all those jobs that were lost on day one when he started to say, oh, we don't need this Keystone Pipeline anymore. So all of these things, a few of them, uh, and even some bonus items that were covered during this press conference, we'll talk about this hour. If you want to call in 314 Four three six seventy nine hundred. Were you impressed uh, by this press conference? Did you get anything out of this and say, "Oh, thank goodness, Joe Biden is president; he's got it all figured out"? Did anyone get that impression, or did you look at this and say, uh, "No, no, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it." 
there's a lot of problems that he made worse that he's trying to pass the buck on the previous administration. And I think it's pretty clear here when you look at the statistics. And I'll read some more of those statistics coming up, too. It's Overnight America KMOX. Trusted information, live and local. From the award-winning KMOX Newsroom. Looking at the press conference from the president of the United States, Joe Biden gave his first one 60 some days in office. He gives his first one, which is the longest of any modern president to wait this long. And he only did an hour and he only talked to people that were friendly to him. And then he walked out with anyone asking a hard question. It was actually pretty pathetic. All things considered, he had to wait that long for talking points that essentially they could put out on a website and that was the most you can get out of them. I don't know if it was intentional. Are they afraid to have him up? Are they afraid to have him answer tough questions? Is he incapable of doing it? I, I don't think he has the ability to handle the job like Donald Trump handled it. I really don't. I, I think there is a lot going on behind the scenes that should concern you that he is not up for this long term. Uh, he's already slipping a lot. And if you can't handle an hour press conference without looking at his notes to answer every question, then that's a tough one. Um, not a good look. How do you think that happens if he's going to talk to any foreign leaders or do anything with other countries? Maybe there's a reason why he's got Kamala Harris, the vice president, going out <laughs> negotiating and talking to foreign leaders and handling a lot of this business that the president would naturally be the one to handle. So I want to play some of the clips for you, but I definitely want to hear your thoughts on it at 314 314- 436-7900. You can also call 800-925-1120. I'll check the text messaging here and there. If you want to send a text message, we'll be able to watch that some. Uh, let's take a quick call, and Bob is holding on. Welcome to Overnight America. Hey, enjoy the show. Uh, I heard uh, your uh, comments here, and I just want to say a couple things. Uh, President Biden was claiming that uh, Trump didn't have everything set up and all this, the facilities. Well, President Trump had greatly slowed down this invasion going on. This is because of the policies of Biden and uh, all these, the rush on the border. You know, uh, with, if Trump was still in, we wouldn't have this rush on the border. He wouldn't need all these facilities that Biden claims. You know, there are so many false things going on. And another thing, uh, I really like the show, and I'd like you to check into, I've heard, but I'm not sure that uh, part of the fuel price increase, which is a different subject, uh, it definitely has to do with him closing that pipeline. I've heard there was an offshoot to Wood River, and that directly affected everybody here in this whole two-state area. And the other thing, that uh, big ship stuck there now, where there's other fuel ships coming through. Everybody get ready. There's going to be more increases in fuel because of this. And, and President Trump had us pretty much where we didn't need their fuel. That caused the huge drops in Saudi Arabia, and then we're in a war on prices because they knew stuff was hitting the fan. Well, now we rely on them again that quick. And now this damn ship is language is stuck in that canal somehow, and that's going to raise fuel prices even more. But I, I, yeah. I like the show a lot, and uh, if you can comment on that, and especially the uh, Wood River Brian, if you could check into that okay. for tomorrow sure. and uh, that that ship. And we're going to pay another 50 cents to a dollar a gallon. You watch. Thank you. Like yeah. the show. All right. Thanks. You notice sometimes people like to post memes online, what the gas prices are. And I want you to think of it this way, too. It's not always the extra cost of filling your gas tank 
when it comes to in, increased uh, prices of fuel and energy. It also has to do with how your goods are delivered to you and how goods are delivered to different stores. When it costs extra to ship things around the country, then what do you think happens? You think that that maybe the cost is going to be, oh, I don't know, passed along to you, <laughs> whatever they're carrying. If it costs more to get it shipped around, then it costs more for the product because they're not going to say, well, we're going to sell this at a loss just because gas prices went up doesn't mean our customers need to pay more. Well, that's not how it works, actually. In fact, that's exactly how it works because the cost of uh, shipping and the cost of everything else is all in a factor of how much they can sell the item for. And let me put it this way, too. More people are going to be driving. More people are going to be getting back to the offices and getting back to work or whatever it is. And you're going to find pretty quickly that there's a big difference between $2 a gallon and $4 a gallon, depending on how much you're on the roadway. Pretty big deal. On the terms of immigration, I wanted to look at some of these statistics because that point where he says things always get worse in January. And yeah, well, there is an uptick. So I guess we could compare the two administrations and how they handled it. If you go back to the last surge that we had in 2019, this is back when Donald Trump said this catch and release stuff has to end. And by the way, I don't want to unilaterally do any of this stuff. This isn't meant for executive order. You guys have to figure this out. Here's what uh, needs to be done. And Nancy Pelosi throws a fit and wants to throw, you know, shut the government down because of it. But let's look at some of the numbers. So back in 2019, in January, there were 58,000 people that attempted to cross the border illegally. Then that number in February went up to 76,000 that attempted to cross the border illegally. Let's look at what we've seen so far this year in 2021 as part of Joe Biden's administration. Um, 78,000 attempted to cross the border illegally once they got the word that Joe Biden's getting in and all you need to do is make it. Then that jumped to... 100,000 in February, and it's con continuing to track up. You know how many people that are being detained, how many kids are being held? We're seeing a lot of this go on, and it's not because of anything Donald Trump did. In fact, what you're finding is that when we turn things around and you realize that this um, uh, making illegal immigration easier and stopping any consequences for crossing over illegally, when you start to take those things out of the table, that's when you see a giant influx of people trying to cross the border. So that needs to be taken in. Uh, here's more of what Donald, uh, excuse me, Joe Biden said. Uh, border access. So one of the reporters was asking, you know, it's not a good look uh, when you won't let the reporters in. So when are you going to let us go take a look at these facilities that are way overburdened? And by the way, Project Veritas is an organization that posted some photographs inside and that's something that the Biden administration did not want anyone seeing, just the way things are. ...be able to have access to the facilities. We've obviously been allowed to be inside one, but we haven't seen the facilities in which children are packed together to really give the American people a chance to see that. Will you commit to transparency on this issue? I will commit to transparency. Well, he hasn't. Uh, you've been in office for a couple of months now. And the transparency would mean that you would allow reporters to go see these things, which you're not allowing to do it. In fact, only leaked photographs are the ones that come out. Now, I want to go back to 2019 when they were yelling and screaming kids in cages. You don't really see that from the Democratic Party now, do you? What else you don't see? Well, you remember when the AOCs of the world and they say, oh, they're drinking toilet water. Things are so bad. They're drinking toilet water. And you know what they had to do immediately during the Trump administration? Border enforcement said anyone that wants to come 
in inspect these facilities, you're allowed to do so. The media did so. Politicians did so. They did all of these things. They opened it up and allowed for to see for yourself. And you realize that the conditions were not what they were trying to give you the impression. And I also want to point out that Joe Biden wanted to come out there and say that the the Trump administration wasn't spending any money in order to try to help this situation, which really wasn't the case at all. In fact, Biden claimed that the, the Trump administration did not fund the Department of Health and Human Services to get children out of the border facilities. But the Hill even reported that that is not true. Uh, they actually reallocated $260 million in funds in order to try to increase the help that is down on the southern border. And even the HHS said that they needed uh, more extra communication with family separations because there was a lot of children crossing the border alone. So what did the Trump administration do? They tried to bring the resources there, millions and millions and millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars. So another claim that was uh, debunked pretty quickly. But when it's Joe Biden standing up there and it's only friendly media that won't ask hard questions or follow ups or call out the things that he's saying that aren't true. This is what you get. We'll commit to transparency and soon. Oh, here we go. And as soon as I am in a position to be able to implement what we're doing right now, I'm one of the reasons I haven't gone down. I have all my my chief folks have gone down is I don't want to become the issue. I don't want to be, you know, bringing all the Secret Service and everybody with me to get in the way. So this is being set up and you'll have full access to everything once we get this thing moving. So, by the way, um, when it comes to government to say that, oh, you're allowed in at some point, but not right now, is not transparency at all. So let's let's hear. Just to be clear, how soon will that be, Mr. President? I don't know. To be clear. Responsibility for everything that's happening at the border now. I hear you talking a lot about the past administration. You decided to roll back some of those policies. Did you move too quickly to To, roll back? back What? I'm sorry. Did you move too quickly to roll back some of the executive orders of your predecessor? All right. So the answer of Joe Biden coming up after the break, which, by the way, we can fact check that as well. There's a lot of these statistics that he's giving that are just not true. And he's not taking any responsibility for this. In fact, I don't know when he could have. He's been hiding from the press and still even in plain sight. He shows up for an hour, only takes friendly questions and leaves still hiding from the press. Who knows if he gives another press conference anytime soon? And who knows if they'll be able to ask him any hard questions from people that aren't trying to kiss his feet. 314-436-7900. It's Overnight America KMOX. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply (sighs) spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. News Radio KMOX, the home of the Cardinals. All right, so you heard the question. Did you move too quickly to roll back some of the executive orders of your predecessor? So you know how Joe Biden got into office, and next thing you know, hey, let's uh, sit down and try to sign as many of these executive orders as we possibly can fit in before bedtime, and let's not answer any members of the press's questions. We'll just let you take a picture of it, and then we'll get you out as fast as possible. And now we're starting to wonder, wow, uh, I wonder if those quick knee-jerk reactions that you decided to unilaterally change as opposed to, oh, I don't know, talk to uh, members of Congress or try to do it in a way that's more proper. I wonder if that was a mistake. And now we're seeing all these issues at the southern border, and we're seeing a continuation of some problems that we haven't fixed, but now it's a lot worse, and it's not getting any better, and they're signaling, uh, I don't think there's going to be any way to make it any better based on what they're Uh, already rolling back. So let's see what Joe Biden said. Let's see if he has got an answer for that. First of all, all the policies are underway. We're not helping at all. Did not slow up the amount of immigration and as many people coming and rolling back the policies of separating children from their. Let me just say real quick, when you look at these surges and the way that they come through in waves, Right now, we're dealing with a pandemic still. So you can say that it's not safe to take people and hold them into close quarters, close proximities to each other over capacity by, what, a thousand percent or whatever the number is. It's a lot less safe to handle it the way you're handling it right now. So we can just look at that as one bullet point that is not being addressed that's been brought up. But let's go back and also look at the number of people that have crossed illegally or at least were caught doing so. You go back to the last surge in 2019, there's a big change between 50,000 to 100,000. Big change. Uh, You know, going from 50,000 to 75,000 or to go from 50,000 to 100,000 or 75 to 100,000, there are big increases that we're seeing. And it's not trending down. First of all, all the policies are underway. We're not helping at all. Did not slow up the amount of immigration. Well, I'd say compared to your policies, it absolutely slowed it up. So if we were to have those same policies in 2019, then things could have been a lot worse there. And there's many people coming and rolling back the policies of separating children from their from their mothers. I make no apology for that. Rolling back the policies of uh, remain in Mexico, sitting on the edge of the Rio Grande in a muddy circumstance with not enough to eat. I make no apologies for that. I make no apologies for ending programs that did not exist before Trump became president that have an incredibly negative impact. 
Oh, sorry. Negative impact on the law, international law, as well as on human dignity. All right. So, yeah, very interesting the way that he's putting it up here, because now he's playing to how CNN gets up there and says, because they saw you as Grandpa Biden and you're such a decent human being and whatever they were trying to get up to him in those things. So here's part of the problem with the way the Flores Act, and we learned about that back in 2019 when it came to separation and the reason why that was in there. The whole idea was Donald Trump said, I'm not doing executive orders here. You guys got to figure this out. Goes back to Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi or whatever it is. And keep in mind, Nancy Pelosi has a hissy fit and wants to shut the government down for the problems that were going on. So think of it that way. Uh, they don't want to work on these things. And when you unilaterally uh, go in and sign papers and just be, oh, I'm going to executive order this on day one, then you're owning it, but you're not owning it. You should be owning it, but you're not. So you can't be blaming Trump on something like this. It's just not buying and no one's buying it. I, you know, I guess maybe the friendly media would buy it if they had an opportunity to maybe ask some tougher questions as a follow up and to actually hold him accountable for his actions then maybe, but that's not the case. And they're not allowing that to happen. It's they're running a strong defense right now. They're really running a strong defense because I think Joe Biden can't handle it. Here's another question. We played this earlier too. Republican legislatures across the country are working to pass bills that would restrict voting, particularly Democrats fear impacting minority voters and young voters, the very people who helped to get you elected in November. Are you worried that if you don't manage to pass voting rights legislation, that your party is going to lose seats and possibly lose control of the House and the Senate in 2022? What I'm worried about is how un-American this whole initiative is. Now, this this whole un-American thing is the problem with this Senate bill, this House Bill 1, very first one that was introduced. What's un-American is to say that the feds need to come in with a, a biased account, not unbiased, and be able to use this type of control in order to dictate all local elections. They have just governing body that's not bipartisan. You know, uh, let me just say this, too, because he's going to point out it's un-American that you can't give water out in line in some places. It's like, sick. It's sick. I, maybe he just doesn't understand the complexities of this, either that or he really is trying to hide the fact that you could bring this up and say this is the only motivation is to uh, change these things. Deciding in some states that you cannot bring water to people standing in line waiting to vote. Deciding that you're going to end voting at five o'clock when working people are just getting off work. Deciding that there will be no absentee ballots under the most rigid circumstances. It's all designed, and I'm going to spend my time doing three things. One, trying to figure out how to pass the legislation passed by the House, number one. Number two, educating the American public. The Republican voters I know find this despicable. Republican voters. Now, see, he doesn't have Republican voter support. And that's something else he mentioned a few times. Republicans support me on this. Well, then you look at the Gallup poll and the latest poll that was taken March 1st through 15th. The uh, Republican approvals. Let's see. Joe Biden's job approval by party, party identification. Republicans approve of Joe Biden. Eight percent. So Democrats love him. Ninety four percent go crazy for Joe Biden. 
but 8% of Republicans approve of his job approval. So yeah, go out there and continue to try to say Republicans are approving of what you're doing here. Not based in reality, but let me point out what Mitch McConnell said today. And this is important. Mitch McConnell wanted to point out some of the flaws in this bill and how terrible and dangerous this thing is, just like trying to end the filibuster and what they're trying to pull with that garbage, too. So Mitch McConnell had about a nine minute uh, ability to talk. And I decided to cut this down to about two and a half minutes to just give some of the highlights because I didn't want to play the whole nine minute portion. So I, I just for sake of time, I put a couple of these clips together. This is a solution in search of a problem. And this is what. Joe Biden came out in here and said, it's un-American. It's un-American. This is a solution in search of a problem. The turnout in the 2020 election was the highest since 1900. States are not engaging in trying to suppress uh, voters whatsoever. This is clearly an effort by one party to rewrite the rules of our political system. But even more immediately, it would create an implementation nightmare, as Senator Blunt pointed out, that would drown state and local officials who run elections. Now we're in a 50-50 Senate and a narrowly uh, majority in the House. And this audacious move wants to turn the judge of our democratic process into a partisan prosecutor. Talk about shame. Anybody ought to be feeling any shame around here. It's turning the FBC into a partisan prosecutor. The majority controlled by the president's party to harass and intimidate the other side. That's what you ought to be ashamed about. This bill would also expand the scope of this newly partisan FEC. More power over more of America's speech more mandates for private groups to publicize their list of supporters. Associational privacy is a core liberty. It's been championed heroically by organizations like the NAACP. This bill is such an attack on citizens' privacy that even the left-wing ACLU opposes this bill. Just the prospect of all these silly new mandates is already keeping local officials up at night, and that includes, by the way, Democrats local officials who conduct elections. And of course, this thing would even put American taxpayers on the hook for transfer payments. Don't be kidded into thinking there's not federal money in this bill. Transfer payments that would go directly to fund political campaigns. Taxpayer-funded bumper stickers and attack ads. What a great idea. American people are really going to like that. Mm -hmm. Taking their money and spending it on attack ads, bumper stickers, buttons and balloons little balloons gotta make sure the balloons are in there too and mitch mcconnell's right all these other things it's just like the 1.9 trillion and all the extra money that was thrown in there billions of wasted dollars that have nothing to do with fighting COVID. billions of wasted dollars you know hundreds of millions here a hundred a million there going out of the, our country not helping americans not used to fight COVID, and let's try to throw it at all of this uh the, you know just because they have the power and the ability to do so and they dangle a 1400 hundred dollar check in front of you they feel like you are dumb enough to look at that and say well i guess we could ignore everything else <laughs> as long as they pay me off as long as i get mine uh, you got to be more aware 
of just how ridiculous it's getting right now with the control that the Democrats have had in the last couple of months and what they've done as power grabs and what they're continuing to do. And don't buy this, that Republicans are out there saying that, oh, we support uh, we support Joe Biden to do more of this. Don't buy that. You know, he's making it sound like and trying to control the narrative, just like they can try to control the narrative at the border when they say it's not a crisis. It's a, it's a it's a opportunity for a solution or whatever they're trying to pull at you. You know, this this type of talk like you're five. We'll take another break. If you want to call in, uh, what did you think of the press conference from today? Three, one, four, four, three, six, seventy nine hundred. Was it worth waiting? Oh, you were eagerly waiting this press conference from Joe Biden his first since taking office. First formal one with the press. And he only spent an hour and he only took questions from friendlies. So I hope this was worth the wait. It's Overnight America KMOX. Overnight America with Ryan Recker is sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com. On the voice of St. Louis, KMOX. I wanted to point out one other thing that right on the onset of the press conference, he came out and gave an update and said, oh, we're so ahead of our goal, 100 million shots in 100 days that we're going to set our goal to 200 million shots. And I'm so proud of all of this. And that was even fact checked. And it was pointed out that on the last day of Trump's presidency, they were already administering a million and a half doses a day. So based on just that number alone and what they were on track for, easily they would have hit the same number that they hit regardless of anything that Joe Biden wants to say he's done in office. And keep in mind, too, the natural progression of more vaccines getting into the states and then distributing it as they're coming out. Naturally, it was ramping up and it wasn't anything that Joe Biden did. He's taking credit for it. Sure. Which he can. I mean, he's president. He can take credit for saying that, oh, we're we're at 200 million doses and this is a good thing. And that's true. It is a good thing that we are getting a lot of people vaccinated. That's that's not a bad thing. But him going out there and saying that uh, it's it's despite everything uh, Donald Trump did is that's the joke. That's the thing that's wrong for him not to acknowledge that all of this was in place and they were already given a million and a half a day by the time that Trump took office, uh, left office on that uh, day in January. So let's take some more of your calls. And Kevin, welcome to Overnight America. Hey, Ryan, how are you, bud? All right. So I'm going to try to not be all over the place here. But first of all, like this border thing, I, I just don't understand how this th- this absolute crisis is not, you know, being more blown up in the media for one, and and also, I'm really worried about our democracy here in the fact that like over the last three, four, five years, the incredibly, incredibly loud super minority gets their way. I mean, as far as I know, that's not the way democracy is supposed to work to where we have to tiptoe around everything, everything, everything in the world is offensive. And I, I don't know. I just, I'm so sick of the way that society is going. And I kind of blame social media, whether it's, you know, hating on a president, whether it's the, the previous, the new one, Hating on this side, hating on that side, whatever. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just frustrated. And then, especially, you know, we lost such an amazing St. Louisan that would unite people yesterday. Uh, you know, in, in in Mr. Plager, and I don't know. I, I would love for 
just society, whether it's Republican, Democrat, I don't care. Have a just have a president that actually unites both sides, if you understand what I'm saying. Instead of being yeah. so separate. And I just I don't know. I don't know where we go from here. I'm just kind of curious what you think. Like, what what do we do? How do we let, get let me tell you that? how uh, let me read you one quote. Did you see what Al Sharpton said earlier today? No, I didn't. OK, so within the Senate, there's it's a 50 50 split with the tiebreaker going to the Democratic Party because they have the tiebreaker vote and Kamala Harris as vice president. So Al Sharpton comes out and threatens some of the Democratic lawmakers who are not in support of killing the filibuster, the ones that are not in support of some of these different things that are coming through, and they're just not as easy as taking away people's rights. You know, Manchin comes into mind. He is a Democrat that's already come out and said, I'm not going to limit your Second Amendment rights. I'm not in support of killing the filibuster. I think it's a bad thing. Um, I don't think it's the way we should be doing things. So Al Sharpton comes out and says, well, the only reason why you would be against killing the filibuster is because you're supporting racism. So anyone that's anyone that wants to get rid of the filibuster, you're supporting racism. So, hey, go ahead, Democrats, if you want to vote in another way. Don't worry, I'm just going to uh, stick my uh, people on you and just label you a racist for doing so. That's how bad things are getting. So you want to talk about getting along? Things like that need to stop immediately. Ugh, it's awful. I, I just don't understand it. Like, you know, like, I don't care, Republican, Democrat, I don't care who it is. You know, someone could say, hey, I have an easy plan to end world hunger. Let's say it was a Republican. The Democrats go, no, nah, that's stupid. We're not doing that. Vote against it. You know, we, well, you know I have a, a way to end violence. No, no, the other side, nah, that's stupid. We're not doing that. Like, come on, man, you know. I don't know. Democrats might say they would support ending world hunger if they were also allowed to throw about 250 million into the Kennedy Center and then study uh, something, uh, you know, for a billion dollars here. And let's let's spend a trillion over there. Then, oh, yeah. But how how could you be against? See, we want to solve world hunger with you, but you see, you won't agree to our stuff. So they won't do it. So there's there's no way everyone tax on all these other things in every single bill. You can't solve anything that way, except if it's the stimulus package and then. They say that you want people to die. That's the only reason why you wouldn't pass it through. So um, that's that's where we're at, I guess. Right, it's like, call. yeah, oh, it's like ahead. me and my wife trying to decide dinner. You know, it's not going to happen. So, Not going to happen. Thanks, Kevin. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. And that's it. You know, they go up there and they say, well, the only reason why you would ever want to deny someone this is because simply you just want people to die. That makes me reminds me of a great song. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Yeah, it's basically how things have gone so far in COVID. You're telling me that you don't want to get money out to the people. What you object to all of this money that's not being spent to actually solve COVID. Obviously, it's your objections are not because of that. It's because you just want to see people die. People need kidneys. It's sad but decreed. Yet the senator's hoarding one more than she needs. I offer this bill and I hope you'll vote aye. Unless, of course, you just want people to die. Traffic deaths have many crying with fear. Over 30,000 people are dying each year. This modest change, I propose, must be applied. Unless, of course, you just want people to die. Alcohol deaths are exceeding comparisons. Black people, white people, Native Americans. We need to ban alcohol. It can't be denied unless of course you just want people to die oh it's just so funny and that's what it's at right now you're telling me you don't want to pass 1.9 trillion obviously you just want people to die 
that's where we are. And that's how the Democrats have been playing the game as of late when they have power. So keep in mind, this is what happens when you, when you give them power. It's like feeding a gremlin. Don't do it. All right. Well, be right back after the break. It's Overnight America, KMOX. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.